0: Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we focused on EVs globally. The speed of EV charging, solar, wind, recycling, electric air mobility, robotic dogs, and robotic medical devices. This week's stories focus a lot on autonomous and electric vehicles, plus safer air taxis and life-saving technologies applied to EVs as well as surgical robots. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. General Motors CEO Mary Barra says that she sees a giant growth opportunity in GM's cruise autonomous vehicle unit. And she predicted that personal self-driving cars would be on the market before the end of the decade. Bara predicts that Cruise could generate $50 billion a year in annual revenues by 2030. Bara's comments and confidence come as GM is losing $2 billion annually on Cruise and as rivals like Ford Motor Company and Volkswagen AG are pulling the plug on AV efforts that are losing money. Even as AVs are traveling on some public roads, pedestrian safety is still being studied a research team at the University of Nottingham in the UK are using a camouflage driver to determine how pedestrians react to visual cues from oncoming autonomous vehicles. For example, people crossing the road as a Nissan Leaf test car approaches may believe it is fully autonomous because the driver wears clothing designed to look like a car seat, including full headgear resembling a headdress. The study is trying to determine public trust in AVs. And that amounts to ways that a car's intentions and driving behavior are communicated to pedestrians. The team is testing three different kinds of displays using an addressable RGB LED matrix on the front of the hood and an LED strip above the windshield. The first design mimics the response of an eye, lateral movements and blinking that suggests awareness. The second shows a face and eyes display with messages like, I am giving way. And the third design displays a vehicle icon and uses vehicle-centric language. Of the three approaches, the interface design that uses expressive eyes did the best job of communicating the vehicle's intent, getting high marks for trust and clarity. A bonus discovery was that even though pedestrians thought the vehicles were driverless, they continued to communicate with the vehicle using hand gestures evidence of an expectation for some social element in the interactions. An article in The Street reports on a recent American Lung Association study called Driving to Clean Air, an effort to understand the health benefits of zero-emission cars and electricity. According to the report, If the U.S. moves to 100% zero-emission, new passenger vehicle sales, as well as clean non-combustion electricity generation, by 2050, the cumulative national public health benefit will include 89,300 fewer premature deaths. The change would also save $978 billion in public health spending, 2.2 million fewer asthma attacks, and 10.7 million fewer lost workdays. While self-driving vehicle technology promises to be an asset for travelers in major American cities, it can be an asset for the U.S. Army as well. In an effort to procure the AV technology needed for military use, the Army turns to the Defense Innovation Unit to facilitate interaction with the AV industry. The DIU works to speed up adoption of commercial technology for the Department of Defense with the knowledge that private industry has invested billions into the AV space. The DUI role creates connections with industry innovators in groups like the Robotic Combat Vehicle Office out of Detroit Arsenal. Connecting companies to the defense industry for the first time is part of the DIU's unique role finding connections to the commercial space and building partnerships that would not otherwise exist. Hitachi Estemo is helping OEMs drive towards sustainability with their electrification technologies. Learn more at am.hitachiestemo.com. Battery tech firm AESC is partnering with BMW on a new 30 gigawatt hours EV battery factory in Florence County, South Carolina. Construction of the 1.5 million square foot plant is now underway and it's expected to be fully operational in 2026. The $800 million EV plant will create 1,170 local jobs. Together with AESC's other factories in Tennessee and Kentucky, the company will provide up to 70 gigawatt-hours capacity annually. As part of the multi-year partnership with BMW, AESC will make batteries for EV models manufactured at BMW's Spartanburg, South Carolina plant. AESC's advanced battery format promises 20% higher energy density than current generation batteries, with reduced charging time and a 30% increase in range and efficiency. The Florence plant will be 100 percent powered by clean energy using responsible sources for battery materials, a direct response to President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. This legislation is credited with big growth in South Carolina's EV and EV battery manufacturing sectors. Engineers on the island of Jersey, just off the UK, will investigate whether multi-story car parks are strong enough to hold EVs on upper floors. Testifying before the state's infrastructure scrutiny panel that EVs could weigh up to a ton more than cars with a combustion engine, experts have uncovered a question about whether current car parks can cope. The head of transport stated that the engineers' review and guidance will apply to car parks nationwide. This review happens as the government works on incentives encouraging Islanders to buy EVs in the future. As part of our recent Powering EVs event in suburban Detroit, Jim Castellano, Vice President, Design Engineering, XEV at Hitachi Ostomo, spoke with Nathan Keelan from Detroit Media Productions about the future of electrification. The conversation focused on Jim's thoughts about where the industry is headed. Highlights of this industry innovator's feature include these interesting insights. New electrification technologies can and should have a positive environmental impact. Extended life, as well as the safety of vehicle batteries, continues to be an important and exciting achievement. And as we move into the future, we need to make sure that the energy sources used to make electricity are clean, efficient. Sources like solar, nuclear, and wind you can listen to the entire interview on this podcast. Just look for the May 20th episode. We will be right back. All right. All right. Ready. All right. All right. We'll be right back. All right. More water. I can give it a go. Presenting? I did. why it Makes no sense. Okay. With the largest gig network in the country, Comcast Business has the technology solutions to future proof your network. The FAA is proposing comprehensive training and pilot certification regulations for electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, commonly known as flying taxis. Due to their unique characteristics, specifically taking off and landing vertically like helicopters, but acting like airplanes while flying, the FAA is emphasizing rules that would help ensure the safe operation of these low-altitude urban aircraft in alignment with requirements that are being set by the International Civil Aviation Organization and that would impact pilots in other countries as well. Does the advent of flying taxis mean the future is here? Some would argue that the future arrived already because we have vehicles that run on electricity. And while you might think that either of these future states have safety built in, there are businesses focused on making sure that the future is a safe one. Northwork Labs is working to make sure the technology is ready for people. Inside their labs, experiments are conducted on what look like souped-up computer cords. They are actually EV chargers, and the tests are intended to mimic all of the operator errors and manufacturing failures that could be dangerous. By varying voltages, flexing, bending, and dropping, connectors are tested so that the human users do not end up being test subjects. Even changes in humidity and temperature are employed, making sure that there is no exposure to things like live wires. Loris Fichera, a researcher at Worcester Polytechnic Institute, has been awarded $600,000 by the National Science Foundation, funding a five-year project that will enable a new class of surgical robots to treat disease through the focused delivery of energy, such as light without cutting or touching human tissues. Fichera, an assistant professor in the Department of Robotics Engineering, will investigate the use of lasers, radio frequency, and ultrasonic probes as he develops surgical robots. With experience in vocal cord and brain surgery, he will also be in a position to develop devices that work better than current surgical tools that focus energy like lasers and ultrasound probes, those working by heating and destroying tissues. Pashara wants to develop tools that allow surgeons to conduct minimally invasive operations accurately and without damaging healthy tissue. Great progress is anticipated in developing a technique called virtual palpitation, a way of improving a surgical robot's perception by using low intensity energy pulses to map out a site in the body and then know how much focused energy a surgeon should apply. That ability is expected to be built into future surgical robots and make possible a minimally invasive robotic system that uses ultrasound to destroy brain tumors. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility Today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.